Welcome to the Superman Confidential Podcast, the podcast all about Clark Kent and Lois Lane, and quite a doozy uh, to get into here. Some real news for for Superman. Maybe the biggest news in a long time, maybe for a, a decade or more. Maybe the biggest news since Zack Snyder was hired to direct the film that would become Man of Steel. This might be the biggest news since then related to Superman. Uh, a lot to get into here. Um, certainly some sad news, some bittersweet stuff, but some really exciting news too. And uh, really encouraging if you, like me, have wanted some clarity on Superman, on, especially on the big screen for many years. I think there's a lot to be encouraged by here, and I'll get into it. But first, some the sad news, the bittersweet news. Uh, Henry Cavill is, in fact, no longer Superman, as he shared on Instagram. I've just had a meeting with James Gunn and Peter Safran, who are the new heads of DC Studios, and it's sad news, everyone. I will, after all, not be returning as Superman. After being told by the studio to announce my return back in October, prior to their hire, this news isn't the easiest, but that's life. The changing of the guard is something that happens. I respect that. James and Peter have a universe to build. I wish them and all involved with the new universe the best of luck and the happiest of fortunes. For those who have been by my side through the years, we can mourn for a bit, but then we must remember Superman is still around, everything he stands for still exists, and the examples he sets for us are still there. My turn to wear the cape has passed, but what Superman stands for never will. It's been a fun ride, and you all, with you all, onwards and upwards. So that is uh, a pretty classy statement by Henry Havel. And obviously, I'm sure tough for him to write, or this PR person, or whoever, you know, whoever that works, but um, this does seem like Cavill talking and, and getting it out there. It's obviously sad if you're a fan of Henry Cavill in general, or of Henry Cavill as this is not how anyone wanted things to end when Henry Cavill was cast as Superman way back in 2011. I, I don't. I don't think anybody could have predicted the the saga, the the winding saga of Henry Cavill and the DCEU. My thoughts on it. Uh, I mean, it stinks. It, it stinks. For all involved, I mean, there's no other, there's no other way to do, to sugarcoat it or anything like that. It's, I think, uh, you know, I've said this before, but with Man of Steel, if that is, with that being the only Superman solo Superman movie we get, uh, with Cavill, it's, it's a disappointment, and I always thought, if we don't get a bunch more of those, I'll always wonder what a long term Superman. Saga could have been with not just Cavill, but the rest of the Man of Steel cast and everybody involved. It is, uh, it's a bummer. Uh, I guess it is nice to actually have some clarity after several years, the back and forth, you know, he, him being out since 2018 and then making uh, a last minute return for Black Adam looked like momentum was going for an actual sequel to Man of Steel, finally. Um, but that was all meant, not meant to be. That's how it goes. Uh, 
but I will, you know, I haven't 100% processed this. I think, you know, maybe watching the Cavill movies one more time and maybe seeing somebody new in the costume, it will finally hit me that, that, that Cavill is out. But I think I'm, I personally had a, a slightly better time processing this than, than a lot of Superman fans. Uh, I know a lot were blindsided after being very excited and hopeful um, to see more of, of Cavill. Uh, but even with the recent news, the the Black Adam, the talks of Man of Steel 2, we knew there wasn't DC heads, there wasn't a long-term plan. It was kind of like the substitute teachers were running the class and the students, like Dwayne Johnson, were telling them what to do. And it didn't really feel real that who knows what could happen. Um, but I, I do want to have a look back in, in the future of, of the Cavill, Amy Adams, Lawrence Fishburne, Diane Lane era of things and, and all that. But like I, like I said, I've, I, I think I'm able to process this a little bit better because one, I'm, I'm encouraged and looking forward to what's coming. But two, I think ever since at least Batman v Superman came out and really nobody from WB officially said anything about a solo Superman movie with Henry Cavill. The last time that happened was October of 2014. There's been some news some reports in the, in the trades and stuff like that, but there's been nothing since October of 2014 when they laid out that big plan for the future, including Batman v Superman, a couple of justice league movies and a undated solo Superman movie that most people assumed would be their 2018 or 2019. But I think part of it, ever since March of 2016, there's been an uncertainty around Cavill, around the DCEU. Everything there um, has been clear. I think the chances of a solo Superman movie dropped significantly in March of 2016. Ever seeing Henry Cavill in another solo Superman movie hit pretty hard there. And we know... Now, I guess if Zack Snyder ever had his way, there wouldn't have been another solo Superman movie. It would have been Justice Justice League stuff. But, like I said, since March of 2016, there's been some uncertainty. Even before that, you know, Man of Steel was not the quite quite a home run all around creatively and with fans and everything. Um, but it was certainly good enough. Reception was good enough to continue. But that, obviously, in 2018 was the big, big news of Cavill is out as Superman, the Hollywood Reporter article, and then there was that weird Cavill holding up a Superman action figure on Instagram, and his agent seeing the cape is still in the closet, and that's when it seemed like, you know, that, I think that's when I started processing the likelihood of Cavill ever, obviously that day, it was the biggest drop, uh, the chances of Cavill ever appearing as Superman again then seemed very much impossible, uh, very slim. I held out hope for a while that that was just a negotiation tactic or even, you know, if, if Henry Cavill was unreasonable and I don't, I don't know that he was, I don't know that he wasn't, um, a recast or something, but, uh, that didn't happen and, and Superman just kind of stood there for a while and eventually, you know, I think around 2020, I started thinking that a reboot was for the best, the best, uh, not just of Superman, but for the DC movies in general because of the different directions they had. The first era, if you will, of DC movies, let's say from Man of Steel to Aquaman, 
had the general problem of not being well-liked, for the most part, being very controversial. And the next era from Shazam on, I've, I've generally been better received critically and stuff, but have been about smaller characters, have not have been not tied together in any way, have not had any kind of long-term payoff or any benefit to being in the universe. So um, I've thought for a couple of years that DC has needed to reboot. Not that I wanted that. Um, I don't want Henry Cavill to be out. I don't want anybody to lose their job or anything like that. But it seemed like it was necessary. But I think Cavill's, all the behind-the-scenes stuff, uh, Cavill has just had some really bad timing. Um, he was out in September of 2018 because, probably in part because of Warner Brothers not being high on the universe in general. And if he had waited to try to to try to try negotiate in early 2019 after Aquaman was a billion-dollar hit, he might have had a lot more leverage there. Uh, you know, I think Aquaman proved that that universe would have still been viable. People were still interested. They just didn't seem to love the the Snyder movies. But there was still a huge fan base. Wonder Woman and Aquaman proved that with their success. But instead, the DC movies took a different direction. Uh, avoided Superman and Batman and the Justice League. And there's been a lot of things going on. You know, the pandemic, obviously, of course, has made an impact on some of that. But it's been five years without any coherent thing. And so I think the the time has kind of passed for not just Henry Cavill, but for this universe. Um, we don't know they're doing a hard reboot. We don't know if they are. Uh, but if that's the way, I think there is, that's probably the best way to go. It's going to be tough to rebuild anything within that universe. Uh, there are more challenges than opportunities, I think, at this point. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be tough. Uh, it's going to be bittersweet not having Cavill and, and Amy Adams and all of those others back and not seeing what they could have been, um, how that story could have developed. It seems like in all three movies with Cavill, we were just getting to know what his Superman would be, what his Clark Kent would be. Um, almost like they were a long origin story of the super, whether it be Man of Steel or Justice League. I was all in for seeing a story take off from there. That's not going to happen. See where the See where that Superman went from there. And it's certainly disappointing how it's how it's ending. Um, if there is a silver lining, I said with Black Adam, if nothing else, it's nice for Cavill to be seen in theaters one last time as Superman without the CGI face. And I mean that. And we don't know where what's going on in the, with the remaining DC movies or if they're continuing or, or whatever. But I thought this recently with Superman 4. I... I Wish it had ended, you know, I wish that Superman 5 had been made, or wish Superman 4 had been better if it was going to be, even though I really like it. But I do love how it kind of ends with the Christopher Reeve version of Superman still out there, still fighting that never-ending battle. And that's kind of a cool way to end, whether you look at Justice League or Zack Snyder's Justice League or Black Adam as the end for Cavill Superman. It's kind of neat that he's still out there. You know, he's embraced who he is as Superman. He's still out there um, fighting that never-ending battle for truth and justice. And while we'd like a, a narrative 
some sense of closure. I like the Superman story being ongoing, and he's still out there. He's still fighting. I mean, it's a bummer we're not going to see that probably ever again. Potential crisis movie or, or who knows, whatever. Um, never say never, some sort of continuation, comic book continuation. We've got Superman 78. And Cavill's quote where he, where he said um, his turn to wear the cape has passed does show a real finality. Uh, and that, that was tough to read, you know, as someone who's who's rooted for Cavill and everyone. Uh, that was tough to read because the, the quote has been the last several years where it didn't look like he was Superman. Hey, the cape's still in the closet. They could they could ask him back. They could figure something out. But as he says, his time to wear the cape has passed. And while that stings, you know, there is some really, really exciting stuff potentially coming down the line for Superman on the big screen. So what is that exciting, potentially exciting news? We know new DC Studios CEOs James Gunn and Peter Safran have been coming up with a plan for DC, 8-10 to year plan, long-term plan for what to do with these characters on the big screen. We don't know much of any of that yet, but James Gunn has shared a little bit, at least as it comes to Superman. Uh, In a series of tweets here, Peter and I have a DC slate ready to go which we couldn't be more over the moon about. We'll be able to share some exciting information about our first projects at the beginning of the new year. Among those on the slate is Superman. In the initial stages, our story will be focusing on an earlier part of Superman's life, so the character will not be played by Henry Cavill. But we just had a great meeting with Henry, and we're big fans, and we talked about a number of exciting possibilities to work together in the future. Uh, He was asked, being part of the slate, I assume it's a movie, he said yes. And... He says he is writing, I am writing, and have been for a while. We don't know who is directing yet. Uh, Please tell me this is an origin story, somebody said to him, and he said, no way. It's not going to be an origin story. So a lot (laughs) to unpack there. Uh, I have lots of questions about the DC slate. I will leave that to be for a minute. Uh, But the Superman stuff here, uh, it's cool that they're announcing among those on the slate is Superman. The first one, first name up is Superman. Now maybe that's just because maybe that won't be the first movie they do. It is. That's very exciting, especially if it is a new universe. Starting with Superman is my preferred way to do it. So that's really exciting. Um, And I got to say, I like the way Gunn and Saffron seem to be handling this. Meeting with Cavill in person, having a sit down and explaining what's going on is uh, a nice way to do it, right? Um, yeah, you know, I'm sure it, did, it wasn't stuff Cavill wanted to hear, obviously, but it's probably better hearing it in person than just announce, you know, announcing a reboot in the news, and then that's how he has to find out about it. Uh, so yeah, a story in the earlier part of Superman's life, uh, but not an origin story. A little bit of other details on the movie. Uh, Variety said Gunn has been working on the new Superman story for some time. Insiders say the script will focus on the character's life as a cub reporter in the fictional city of Metropolis. Audiences will encounter him meeting key characters like colleague Lois Lane, insiders added. Additionally, Variety sources said the new gun project will not replace the previously announced J.J. Abrams' Ta-Nehisi Coates Superman concept, which is still in active development. Uh, as for the Abrams Coates movie, uh, you know, I like I said, I think you should always have one version of these characters out there. If you're relaunching the Superman movie brand, announcing a new Superman you should do everything you can to make that successful. 
and that means just one Superman and telling people we've got this eight to ten year plan. This is our Superman. This is the this is who Superman is. Everybody get behind that. Launching two at once is a great way. You know, the confusion is one thing, which I get. Um, and that is certainly something, but just splitting your audiences. You're, you're dividing the fan base. Uh, you want to create buzz and hype. It's going to be 10 plus years since Superman has had a solo movie. Launching two at once just sounds ridiculous. Uh, just a poor way to build buzz and hype, which is something I don't think DC has exactly maximized over the years or they've, as they've had all these different universes and everything. So, you know, again, I'm not wishing for anything to get canceled or anything like that, but I think it would be a bad idea for two Superman projects to go forward at once. Uh, some more details from The Hollywood Reporter. Though this Superman will be on the younger side, he won't be living in Smallville, but rather will be Daily Planet reporter Clark Kent, according to Insiders. At this stage, Gunn is merely writing the script, though he could potentially direct, depending on where his services are needed at DC Studios, according to Insiders. So, that is, um, that is the news. James Gunn, famous for Guardians of the Galaxy movies, writing and directing those, uh, wrote and directed did the Suicide Squad, Peacemaker, uh, done lots of other things, is writing a Superman movie. No word if he will direct. Um, just to touch on Gunn, I frankly need to, I'm not that familiar with his work. I think I've seen his Guardians movies. I've seen Super, which he wrote and directed, which was a low-budget vigilante movie uh, that I don't remember that well. So I wanna, I'm going to dig into his stuff more, but... As a writer, obviously he's incredibly talented, proven blockbuster filmmaker. Nothing in his resume would say, oh, well, this is clear he can do a Superman movie. Guardians of the Galaxy and The Suicide Squad, they're more anti-hero type films or a collection of billion villains in The Suicide Squad's case. And very different. Um, what I know most about Gunn is the... Uh, I guess how he's been stereotyped as a, you know, lots of juvenile humor, which I don't necessarily think would fit in it. And, but along with that, if you look at his, the reviews for his stuff, even his DC stuff, you hear a lot of heart, a lot of good character work. And I haven't seen his, his DC stuff, so I don't know how that is. I plan on checking that out soon to get a better taste of it. He wouldn't be my first choice, but he is an exciting choice, I think. Just, I don't know the, I don't know the first thing about making a great movie, but I would think a good place to start would be a, by getting a writer who has proven to make successful movies before. And Gunn is probably the best hire ever for a Superman movie in that regard. Uh, I know Mario Puzo worked on the um, Superman and Superman 2 before uh, that getting rewritten. Uh, but I don't know the, the Godfather necessarily translates to Superman directly, and Chris Terrio won an Oscar as a writer, but for a political thriller, nothing that like a blockbuster superhero movie would be um, before he started doing that. Probably the most proven writer ever uh, on a Superman project from that perspective. Uh, will Gunn direct? If Vegas had has odds for this kind of things, I would have to imagine he'd be the favorite. Um... Gunn typically directs what he writes since he's become a director. He's only directed a handful of films, but 
once he, you know, he had a, a career as a screenwriter and then he transitioned more into directing and sort of writes what he directs. And he says that's what he likes doing. I would have to think he is very likely to, but he does have a lot of responsibilities. He's in a different situation as a studio ed, as an executive. He's got a lot of things to juggle. And so I think it's possible that he doesn't, you know, maybe Andy Muschietti does. Uh, he showed interest in directing Superman or, or maybe somebody else does. But I think it's likely I would have to consider Gunn the favorite, but not definitive. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, he didn't. He was offered the chance to chose the Suicide Squad for whatever reason. Maybe he didn't want to deal, you know, didn't know the how to mess with the universe at the time or who knows. Um, but the exciting thing about this uh, the many exciting things about this. He's been writing it for a while. I don't know how long, but he he has been writing it for a while. I don't know what else he plans to do. He, he was going to direct, planning to direct all of Peacemaker Season 2. He had already written those scripts. We don't know if that is still the case. Um, I mean, he's got, again, a lot of responsibilities to juggle, but if he is writing it, has already been writing it, and plans to direct it, He's a, he moves quickly, generally speaking. Uh, he He's talked about how all projects take different amount of times, but with The Suicide Squad, he was he went from getting hired to actually filming within 11 months. And in that situation, again, he was hired as a writer with the possibility to direct, and he obviously did direct. Um, Peacemaker, I think, came together in five months from the time he decided he wanted to do it. He was bored. <laughs> in quarantine during the pandemic wrote all of Peacemaker in I think like eight weeks and a few months later he was actually directing it so it was like five months from starting writing to actually filming uh, on Peacemaker so he moves quickly it's it's possible he this is ready to go he's got Guardians of the Galaxy he's got post-production on Guardians of the Galaxy volume three and that comes out in May. He's obviously got who knows what countless responsibilities uh, leading DC Studios. But if he's if this is one of the films he's going to direct, there's a good chance he's directing sometime in 2023, as early as mid-2023, mid to late 2023. So if all goes smoothly, which is always a, a scary proposition, Christmas 2024, that might sound aggressive, and it might be. I don't want them to rush, so I'm fine if they're not. Um, but he's also, he he's he's a quick mover. He is familiar with the Superman mythology. He knows a lot about it, obviously, and he knows what he's doing. So um, I think that's possible, but I think the likelihood was maybe 2025, most likely. But I think it's, I think it, it could move quickly especially if they want it to be the first film, if he's been working on it for a while and they want it to be the first film on their slate. So um, that's neat. I think there's also side benefits to Gunn being the writer and Gunn also being the head of DC Studios. First off, there, he was, there was that article before Black Adam came out that he was pitching a secret movie. If this was that, that means he's been working on this for at least a few months uh, and if he is writing it, he's probably got a story to tell that is that he's excited about, obviously, and, and it's just working out the fine tunes. 
We know Gunn has been offered anything in DC studio at DC, even before he was head of DC studio to do. He was offered anything on the board, including Superman. So out of everything, he chose that. And that earns him a lot of goodwill from me. Um, I mean, that just earns a lot of goodwill. That he is allowed to do anything he wants, literally anything he wants in the DC universe. And he chose to write Superman. That goes a long way with me. Uh, and I like almost everything. I mean, everything I've heard from Franklin uh, since I've started following him very recently and paying attention to uh, what he's been saying about DC and Superman in particular, I think is very encouraging. The cool thing about him being the writer and the head of DC Studios, <laughs> one, that means he knows Superman's a, a priority for not just his film, but DC Studios in general. Uh, I don't think you'd be wasting his time on it. Uh, but he's going to be thinking, he's going to have Superman in his head almost every day while he's writing. While he's building out DC Studios, he's going to have Superman in his head every day. Superman's world specifically. Think about that. And with Batman, Matt Reeves' Batman apparently not being part of this universe, but they're going to be a Batman. Superman is going to be extra important. Superman is going to be the lead, I would think. That should at least be the goal. They know Superman's important. They know they need to get it right. So Superman is going to be extra important from that perspective, uh, leading the way from the writer of DC Studios. So Gunn's going to be heavily invested in this Superman. Gunn's got the four-year contract. There should be multiple projects with this Superman put into development or actual filming by the time that contract's up. So whether it's multiple solo movies or a, one solo movie and a Justice League movie, however they do it, there's a lot of benefits to that. But also with, with Superman being in his head, I got to think there's a good chance early spinoff streaming series and that kind of thing will, some will come from Superman's world uh, as Gunn builds it out. I got to think he's, if he's thinking about that, he's going to immediately find a way to flesh out TV series whatever that is. So there's a lot of good stuff. What the movie actually turns out to be, we don't know. Uh, I've got speculation and all that kind of stuff, but from the little we've heard, it's really cool. You know, all we've heard is Cub Reporter and Lois Lane. Those are the only names we know that DC Studios will be developing. Clark Kent, Lois Lane, and and Superman. Those are the only names. That's a great way to start and, and build goodwill with me. I think... I don't want to get too attached to an idea, but focusing on Clark Kent as a Daily Planet reporter would be a way to be true to the comics while also be still being very fresh to Superman on film. And I just think it's a smart way to do it in general, focusing on Clark Kent. When you're starting a new universe, introducing a new Superman, the most important thing for long-term success, I think, is getting people to buy into that character and the best way to do that is and there's a lot of great story potential there as a reporter um there's a lot of things to be excited about this and i will i will definitely go into this in a new episode down the line more but there's a lot to be excited about here i don't know how it's going to turn out but it sounds like it's coming from the right place and if you're disappointed by the reboot news and all that you know along with henry cavill you know he filmed, a, we find out he filmed a cameo for The Flash, which is going to be cut now. Brainiac was going to be the villain in, in the treatment that was 
given to Warner Brothers execs that they apparently didn't like that much for Cavill. And we've all wanted to see Brainiac on big screen for a long time. I think he's been the obvious next villain in a Superman movie since at least, and now that it's a, a new young Superman, we don't know if we'll get to see it uh, or when. I, I get not starting with Brainiac if they don't. I mean, we'd all love it, but I think it's going to be a villain that's not Zod or Lex. Uh, so that's exciting. And a young Superman, I know we all want to see Superman in his prime eventually, right? Uh, but what I want, and a long-form Superman movie franchise where we see several Superman films. Justice League films too, sure. Uh, Superman popping up in other stuff, sure. But a, a franchise focused on Clark Kent and Lois Lane. And I certainly want to get to Prime Superman, but starting with younger. And he doesn't say young, he says younger. So whatever that could mean. Uh, if this is a long form franchise, younger, you know, that's how I would want to start and see. It doesn't sound like, um, Gunn did say he knows all the major characters. I'm assuming he was talking about in the Superman mythology. So he's probably familiar. We're not going to see him meeting Lois and Perry and Jimmy probably or whatever if they're in it. But even with that, I don't, I don't think it's a bad way to start and seeing their relationships grow over time something I'm really excited about, hopefully for, for the long term. And so I know it's, it's tough with, uh, with changes, but it is nice to have some transparency for the first time, a little bit of clarity on what's going on with Superman on film. If nothing else, Gunn's tweets have given us that. No, uh, this is the plan. Things can change. Things can fall apart. We all know that, but we haven't had any transparency from leadership in a long time. Uh, the The last several years, we've been left in the dark when it comes to Superman. Before that, uh, you know, even with Zack Snyder, he he gave he started giving a lot of information with Zack Snyder's Justice League when he was already on the out. But with Man of Steel and BVS, we didn't know anything in terms of a long term plan. What are what are we going to see next? And we don't know what their eight to ten year plan is. If that's just phase one if they're you know they might leave it open for 20 years or if they're telling a concrete story within 10 years um i would kind of like to know that because before i get into car a, a destination but even if we just are finding out the beginnings right now or clarity than we've had in a while because we've just been so well we've just hadn't haven't had anything to look forward to but this also brings a lot of questions about the DC universe as a whole and um, with what uh, what the whole DC universe is is going on with Superman being part of that it's important that a good DC universe can lift up Superman and Superman can lift up a good DC lift up the DC universe a bad DC universe could pull that down and can pull Superman down and that's that's something for uh, Cavill fans to consider even if you set Cavill aside a Superman movie being in the DCEU does that help or hurt the box office potential I'd argue it'd probably hurt you know look, look at Black Adam what would a 200 to 230 million dollar superhero film starring Dwayne Johnson what kind of box office potential should that have even with mixed reviews you would think better than Black Adam did so is the DC brand a plus or a minus? Um, right now, I think it's a minus uh, for a variety of reasons. And that's why I think a reboot is needed. 
or a reboot is the best way to go. I think whatever they needed to do, they needed to commit to one universe, whether that was the DCEU and bring back Cavill for a solo film, continue the Justice League, or starting from scratch. And we don't know that they are going to start from scratch. There's a lot. As Gunn said, it's early next year. We'll, we'll get more information. So the only stuff we do know is that Superman is starting over, no cavil, and apparently the, the Robert Pattinson Batman isn't going to be a part of, I think is a mistake. Again, I haven't seen that movie, but I think DC needs to commit to one universe and go forward. That is the best way. I don't think DC is going to reach its potential with uh, with multiple universes uh, simultaneously kind of competing. We know Gunn has said Batman is going to play a big role in the DCU, but it's not going to be Pattinson. I think it's going to cannibalize the, the fan base. It's not going to do as well. They can do okay. It can work, um, but I don't think it's going to be any near anywhere near as successful as it could be. But yeah, the, the Hollywood Reporter kind of makes it sound like they're rebooting all the Justice League or recasting. And with the new Superman, you know, if you're going to have a young Superman, that should be a fresh universe that's starting with Superman. I think every universe should, DC universe should start with Superman. Uh, that is the inciting incident. But I can't imagine them wanting to drop a young Superman into erasing Cavill in the Flash or whatever, and then drop a young Superman in the modern DCU. I think that would be a terrible mistake. So if you're going to partially reboot, I think the DCEU is messy, and it's not terribly well-liked among the general audience. It's got some fans for sure, but I think it's more of a hindrance on the DC brand than it is a positive. So if you're going to reboot, I think they need to go all the way. And this is going to be a question. We've got questions for Gunn the writer and the director, but this is for Gunn and Saffron, the executives. Um, if they're going to do what it takes, make the hard choice of doing a hard reboot, and that means all Suicide Squad, all Peacemaker, all of that, um, Black Adam, all of that. It, starting 2024, 2025 with your new Superman movie, everything from there going forward is part of that universe. I think a soft reboot would not do, would be the, the worst option because you are, you're making it messy, you're making it confusing, you're not getting any of the benefits of a hard reboot, which is a fresh start. If you bring any of those characters forward, you're not you're not getting the benefit of, from the audience of being a fresh start. So, uh, you know, Gunn and Saffron, have, I know people are being <laughs> worried and want to, to know what's going on. I do think it's fair to ask for a little bit of patience. They're juggling things. If they are doing a hard reboot, I'm sure they're trying to figure out how to reveal that without impacting, without tanking the four films that are meant for next year. Uh, in the old universe. So I know they've got a lot to juggle. And so, like I said, if they're if they're plotting out Superman's future on the big screen for the next decade, I want them to take their time and get it right. So I'm willing to, because I like everything I've heard so far too, which is just we're doing a Superman movie with Clark Kent and Lois Lane. That is all it really takes to get me interested to start. Um, I'm willing to wait, but it, it will be, it will be a test. I think the, a hard reboot is is an unfortunate necessity. Uh, there's a lot more I could get into on this, and I, I will in the future, but 
I'm certainly sad to see the Man of Steel cast go. That never really deliver on what we hoped, regardless of what you hoped. You hoped it didn't end in a a credit scene in a Black Adam movie that is not a runaway success. But uh, I am hopeful that they will, will finally get it right. So a lot to really be excited for. A lot to be looking for. I'm absolutely going to miss everyone. But let's hope for the best. Hopefully some really exciting times are coming uh, and beyond as we learn how Superman, how this DC universe takes shape. Um, For the first time, eh, you know, maybe this is probably the most optimistic I've been about Superman on going forward. Probably since the lead up to Man of Steel. They're going to, Gunn and Saffron are going to have a tough time. They're going to, you're, if you do abandon a universe, you're going to uh, upset some people and, and leave a lot of people empty-handed. But no matter what they do, they're going to have to uh, to make some good movies and prove they that it will be worth your time to get invested again in a DC universe. To me, I think a, a reboot is the best way to do that, um, the best chance. So I'm willing to go for the ride. I'm really, you know, <laughs> that could change as soon as I hear any little bit of casting information you know it's always risky when you're doing a reboot you know what characters are going to be involved what's going on but i'm hopeful for the best and i'm going to be very i have a reason not to be and all i wanted is is someone looking out for the best interest of these characters on the big screen and it sounds like it genuinely sounds like that is what gun and saffron are, are going to do i'm not going to agree with everything they choose every creative decision they make certainly but I truly believe they want to make the best possible DC universe they can. And one of their biggest, if not biggest priorities is Superman and Clark Kent and Lois Lane. And that goes a long way for me. So I'm very excited. Uh, Let's all hope for the best. Thanks for listening. And I'll be back soon.